Welcome to the Charleston Real Estate Connection Podcast, connecting and reconnecting you with all things Charleston. I am your host, Nia Joy, your golden realtor, licensed in the state of South Carolina. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the 11th episode of the Charleston Real Estate Connection Podcast, connecting and reconnecting you with all things Charleston. I am your host, Nia Joy Swinton Jenkins, your Golden Realtor licensed in the state of South Carolina. I have with us today, Jim Duffy of Atlantic Coast Mortgage. He is a producing branch manager and he's going to be going over with us investing not only short-term but long-term as well thank you so much for joining us today jim can you tell yeah, us a little bit of yeah yeah thank you so much for joining us i know this is like a really busy day for you it, it is it's a busy time for all of us in real estate and mortgage because it, it, it's the end of february as we record this but it feels like it's may or june as far as the the market it's hot right now which is fun oh yes i i'm not complaining about that um, we are definitely grateful to have a, a year where we're starting off um, very, um, we're moving, we're moving definitely. So, so thank you for your time. I, can you I'm tell everyone? Number 11, that's, that's great. I didn't realize you were into double digits now. So that's Yes, awesome. yes, yes. Um, today we also recorded episode 10. Um, so yeah, so we're doing great <laughs> things. Uh, episode 11. Content, I love it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And so, you know, for those of you listening, Jim's contact information is going to be in the show notes. Um, not only uh, his contact information, but in case you would like to go ahead and get pre-approved um, and, and things like that, or have questions for Jim, his contact information will be down there. So um, that would be very helpful. So Jim, okay. For those of you who don't yes. know, I, I've done some deals with Jim. I met Jim. I've been working with Jim literally since I got my license. Um, yeah, I'm, oh, since the beginning, which is great. And, and then, you've really skyrocketed. Your, your, your trajectory has been fun to watch because you got into it brand new. You didn't really know, but you know how to ask the right questions. Uh -huh. And now you're just on the cusp of becoming one of the top producers in Charleston. And it's been fun to watch. Thank you, Jim. I receive it. It's, it's going, it's going down. It's happening. It's happening. And, I, and I'm, I'm grateful too, because with you being such a season, um, you know, mortgage um, loan officer. I mean, it's it's really been helpful because with not with asking the questions, it's like I need to know all the answers. And you you've really been available. Um, not only you but your staff as well. And I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, thankfully, thanks. We have a good team. I, I do. I I'm proud of the team that we've built over here. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. I um. I was wanting to know uh, what we do on the show here is we always ask our guests their connection to the Charleston area. And I would love for you to tell us what is your connection to Charleston and maybe a little bit about yourself. Sure. Absolutely. So we, we were, I was in Atlanta lending in Atlanta for about 10 years and about 10 years ago, we moved to Charleston. I had the opportunity to come and run a branch here. And as a family, we decided it, the kids were young at the time. So it was kind of like, we can do it now. Yeah. So it was really a lifestyle choice to jump at the chance to move to Charleston. Okay. And we did it when the kids were young enough. And now they're all in and graduating high school soon and all that. So um, 
and it's been great. We never look back. Charleston is home at this point. And I know that uh -huh. native Charlestonians are going to be like, well, you don't really, but it's home. It, it just feels right. Exactly. <laughs> well, that, that, and that's good. That's good to hear. You know, we like to hear that. We love to hear that, um, <laughs> that you've now called, they're calling it home. Where would you, so you're from Atlanta then? Well, I, I was, grew up in Indiana, small town, USA, Indiana. Okay. And, um, I went to Europe for about seven years and I lived and studied in Europe and worked over there for a while, oh, came wow. back and landed in Atlanta. And it, Atlanta is a great town. We loved it. But again, would never look back. It's, um, Charleston's just got everything. It's got the, the ocean. It's got the culinary scene. Yeah. It's got the history. It's got the culture. It's just an awesome place. We love it. It's home. Nice. Nice. Well, we're, we're happy to have you here. And, um, I know the mortgage industry is happy to have you here. <laughs> uh, and real estate. <laughs> so, yes, exactly. Yeah, so like, I know one of the biggest things, I, although I work with Hometown Heroes specifically, and you, you've worked with me and some veterans before, um, yeah. despite specializing in and with Hometown Heroes, I actually have some Hometown Heroes and non-Hometown Heroes that actually um, invest in real estate, whether it be all cash deals, or um, maybe doing long-term and short-term rentals. I really want to hear your take on, 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 that, on that. You know, I know the short-term and long-term rentals, and you and I were having a conversation earlier where you were kind of breaking down the differences. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Because everyone, look, buying your first home is, is extremely important because it's a way to build wealth, it's security, it's everything. But once we get past that, a lot of people like to invest in real estate. And I just read, I don't know if you saw this article, Nia, but somewhere I saw an article just in the last day or so that huh. North Charleston is one of the best places to invest in the whole United States, which I didn't realize, but um, it, it really is. And a lot of people want to pick up their first investment property and then keep going, mm -hmm. right? Because it's a way to get cash flow going, build wealth, et cetera, especially those in our industry. Because oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, in real estate, there's no pension. So you create your own pension, so to speak, by doing what you know, which is investing in real estate. Definitely. So I love it. I, I mean, I cut my teeth on it back in the housing crash. All the realtors I worked with left the business. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I was like, what am I going to do? And I fell into the real estate investment community, and I was doing somewhere between seven and 12 investor loans wow. a month. And it kept me in the business. So I, I absolutely love it. Uh -huh. It's not the majority of what I do by any means, but uh -huh. I absolutely love working with investors and especially first time investors. It's fun, but there's some pitfalls, of course. Of course. Okay. So tell me about that. The, the first time investor, when a first time investor is looking to invest in property, cause I know, I mean, I personally have inherited property I'm working with, but I'm, I'm also looking at possibly, you know, purchasing and actually have some stuff in mind in North Charleston maybe, but, yep. um, when, when you're talking to first-time investors like myself, because of course, again, like you pointed out, a lot of us are agents because we need that passive income for retirement and putting our kids right. to college. Um, At some point, we'll retire, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so when we're looking at getting a first-time um, investment property, what are some things that we need to look for or think about when we're doing that? Well, this is the pitfall that I see a lot of people do. They, they, I, I think the first thing is to decide. What do you want to do with this first property? Is it a flip that you're going to buy a property that's run down, needs rehabbing, 
rehab it and resell it quickly for a profit? Mm-hmm. Or is it a buy and hold? Are you looking for cash flow over the long term? And those are two different things. And I think a lot of people get the two mixed up and look for the perfect property that could be a flip but buy and hold, and they're overcomplicating things unnecessarily. So I think that's the first step is decide the exit strategy. Okay. Are you exiting 10 or 20 years from now, or are you exiting 90 days from now? I see. I see. And, that, and you know, and on the real estate side of that, I get investors and they see a good deal, then, you know, they factor in the numbers. I know sometimes investors have issues, um, um, some issues with the numbers. Like they may be con- big on construction, like they're familiar with it, but on the sure. back end with flipping and how that works, do you work with investors that sometimes may need some assistance with um, maybe ratios and that sort of thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, as far as that goes, sure. So as we've got a number of investment vehicles or, or loans. Some of them, one of them, in fact, is even the no-doc loan. I, I call it the no-doc investor loan. It's based on cash flow on the property. Okay. So if the ratios aren't working or if someone's self-employed and they don't have show enough income, that sort of thing, we have something that's based solely on the property. Okay. Now, it's a portfolio loan, so it's a little higher interest rate, so you have to factor that in but it works well. So we can help investors with all sorts of loans. I like to go full documentation uh-huh. because it's a lower interest rate. Right. You know, it's, it's better all around, but if we need to, we can go with the cash flow investor loan. Okay. And, and with the cash flow, I know some people, um, I've had investors um, use banks and I know you work with a lot of banks. But I know sometimes when you're dealing with maybe you're, you're shopping around for a loan, um, in my opinion, I, I, what I like about working with um, mortgage professionals like yourself is that you have the ability to shop around for different types of loans. And I think sometimes, and I mean, nothing against the local banks or anything like that, but I, what I right. found is from, from on both sides of working with investors, it's really nice to have somebody like you who can sit down with you and say, here, here, this is maybe your best course of action. Um, you know, whether it be long-term or short-term, you'd be able to break that down. And that's really what I love about working with people like you. But what they do on my side of the deal as, as an agent, they kind of forget about those numbers. And that's what I, I was wanting to mention with you. Sometimes you're buying low, but then you're putting all that money in the property and then having to sell it. You may not right. make the profit you want. Right. Exactly. So I totally agree with you on that. So if someone's flipping a property, you know, you have to get the property. I'm making up numbers now, of course, but you have to get something for 150,000 that needs 40,000 of rehab that you can resell for 230,000 right. right? or somewhere in that neighborhood because you have to have the profit margin. But what a lot of first time investors do is they they're looking for that, but their goal is to buy and hold for 10 years and uh-huh. have the appreciation and the cash flow and the equity, mm-hmm. you don't have to get the deal of the century if your goal is to hold for the next 10 years. Uh-huh. You can buy at retail. You can buy at market value something that's new, that's something that's already rehabbed, so there's no rehab costs uh-huh. going into it for the first few years at least, right? Right. So you can, that the same investor that bought for 150, put 40 into it, sells for 230, the long-term investor could buy that $230,000 house from them and be perfectly good with it. And so I think a lot of times they get 
caught up in these, well, I got to have the deal of the century type thing. Yes. No, you don't. You build well slowly with, with real estate and over time. Yes. And it's such a great investment. I mean, because we're looking at about, oh man, seven, sometimes six, seven, eight percent, you know, return annually. Oh yeah. And um, yeah. that's really good. I mean, residential investing, it's just been, it's been really good. Now, do you also work with um, commercial? I don't personally. Now, I recommend it. A lot of people start with residential and then move on to commercial. And so I can recommend and put them in touch with the right people okay. who lend commercially, but I don't personally. That's good to know. That's good to know. I just figured that'd be a question that our listeners would have. Um, yeah. Now, so we talked about the short-term rentals and running the numbers and, and that sort of thing. Um, as far as the long-term rentals are concerned, uh, how, how would an investor determine the difference between the two? Um, and do you help work, work with them on, on distinguishing? Oh their yeah. Goals? We'll run numbers together. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's part of the fun of it is running the numbers and showing people. So what I do is I, <clears throat> especially with the long-term investing, I show people, here's what it costs. We know what it will rent for currently. We know rents go up over time, right? The average 3% increase per year. Uh-huh. And so we can run that number, but we also can look at what are the expected appreciation rates. Uh-huh. So not only cash flow, but long term over years. And I just ran one for someone. Uh-huh. And based on the appreciation rates in Charleston County, they they were buying at two hundred and forty thousand. It was just happened to be the case. Okay. They will have, um, and I'm looking at my numbers here that I just pulled up. They'll have about 150000 in equity as well over this nine-year period that they expect to hold on to this property. Oh, wow. So that's what I like to show as well is it, it becomes, it's no longer opaque. Like, well, I hope the property goes up in value as well as cash flow. We mm-hmm. can say, based on the expected appreciation, here's what you can expect. And then run the numbers that way. That's really good. And, and that's really good because... Um, I know I would like to know, you know, my numbers, that's a big deal to me because especially when, yeah, I mean, you're thinking about taxes and, you know, upkeep and that sort of thing. And, you know, with renters, that sort of thing, you, you know, it's a lot to factor um, into that. No, oh, yeah. with your, with your loans, when you're working with your banks, um, I'm assuming there's a package that has to be completed for, um, as far as the numbers the are concerned. Yeah. So with that package, um, the I know you're factoring in maybe rent um, and other numbers like that. Um, is that something that um, do you guys do in-house as far as with your staff or is that something? Oh yeah, we do all that. So the way it works, a lot of people, that's a great question actually, because a lot of first time investors are worried that, well, if I have to carry this entire mortgage and qualify for the whole thing, it's gonna be tight. Yes, but not really because we can take the projected rents and that's the appraiser goes out. If it's not rented already, the appraiser okay. says, well, the average rent for this property right in this neighborhood is X. And we take 75% of that and say that will offset the mortgage. So it'll help you qualify for the home loan. Oh, okay. Really. Great, great, great. And that's, that's good to know. That's good to know. So what type of loan um, packages, you know, just kind of, is there a certain name for these, these type of loans that investors would be using? No, it's a conventional loan most okay. of the time. 
Um, it just is, is an investor loan. So Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, either one, they're conventional loans. It requires 15% down payment. However, on investment property, with 15% down, you have PMI, and it's pretty expensive on investment property. So it kind of cuts into cash flow. So most people put 20 or 25% down. Okay, 25%. Now, what type of things would people need to have like prior to coming to you? Like what type of paperwork and items is, is important? I say you're going to have income and asset documentation, really. Uh -huh. But we've got this online application, which is so smooth, it's intuitive. So as you answer a question, it automatically is creating in the background the needs list. You know, if you say uh -huh. I'm self-employed, we ask for tax returns. If you say I'm not self-employed, we don't, you know, that sort of thing. And okay. then you can upload them directly to the to that application. As soon as you finish filling it out, you can then upload the supporting documentation that's being asked for. So it's literally in 20 to 25 minutes, the whole thing can be done. And then we're off and running and pre-approving. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, now, with that being said, another great thing I just thought about that the listeners and my clients would have is, do you need to have the property picked out already? No, not at all. In fact, no, and you will appreciate this because it, it's so helpful to get pre-approved first. Yes. You know how much you're for. You know how much you can afford, and you know what the payment will be, so cash flow and all that. And then you get with Nia, right? You get with yourself, and you can then show them exactly those type of properties that fit what they qualify for, what the cash flow will look like, et cetera. It's, it's so helpful to do the number side first on investing, right? Uh -huh. It's not like buying your own primary residence there. It's, you dream, et cetera, and that's all good. Right. But on investment properties, yeah, you want it to look nice or whatever, but really it's about the numbers. It's about cash flow. And so I would do the numbers first, and then you, Nia, can help them find exactly that home that fits those numbers and that what they're looking for. Well, and that, that sounds like a great plan and uh, definitely some, some teamwork um, involved. And I, I, that's, what we, that's what we care about. And that's why I always tell people, you know, when I work with team members like yourself, it really helps to have that great communication and able to know that when my clients reach out to you or me, we work together to help get the deal done. And, that, and I think yeah. that's really what's most important is knowing that people have the support and know that, you know, if they have a question, you're going to answer it. Well, that's why I like working with you, Nia. I'll, I'll brag on you just for a second, if I can. Um, <clears throat> because one of the things I've, I've noticed about you over the several deals we've done together is uh -huh. you put the client's needs first. Mm -hmm. And that's not, I know this goes without saying, but that's not every realtor in town. Some realtors, mm -hmm. they kind of put that commission kind of ahead of everything. You mm -hmm. never have done that. You've always put the client's needs first. And that's why you have repeat clients and referrals and, and uh -huh. your business is growing the way it is. Well, thank you, Jim. Thank you. That means a lot. That means a lot. Um, and, I, and, and it echoes true. I, I believe that with my clients. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So. <laughs> thank you, good team. Yeah. So tell me, I know we're about to wrap things up, but um, I see you're doing things like blogging and you do videos and that sort of thing. How can people... Yeah make contact with you or connect with you? Uh, I, I think we'll put in the show notes the, um, the, the link to the website, Atlantic Coast Mortgage slash Jim Duffy. Mm -hmm. And um, that's the easiest way or on Facebook. I've got the Facebook page, um, 
Jim Duffy at Atlantic Coast Mortgage easy enough because that's where most of the content, most of the external content, all that, the videos and the blog posts and all that good stuff. Yes, I mean, I will say that that's pretty awesome because it is not many mortgage people in the area that provide so much content and information for people. It's so often you have to wait till you have your question in mind, but I do like that you produce the content. I enjoy sharing it and watching it because I'm always yeah. learning something. I just saw something you posted recently that's related to what we're talking about, and it was about um, rent, rentals um, in Charleston, the price of rent um, and versus purchasing right. a home and, and the equity over time will gain. Really nice. Oh yeah, See, that's, that's the part that I love because everyone everyone tells people you'll build wealth with real estate, mm -hmm. but then no one knows what that means. It's so mm -hmm. esoteric. It's vague. It's this cloud up there. It's like I don't know what that. So I try and put exactly how much over time you'll pay this mortgage down, right? Mm -hmm. So you're gaining equity by paying down the principal, mm -hmm. as opposed to renting, or you're just giving it to the landlord, and the appreciation piece. So no one knows how much. A property is going to appreciate in the future, right? Exactly. But we do know projections and we know what it's expected to appreciate, so we can put that number together and say it's going to be in this ballpark at least. Yes, and I love that. I love that. I mean, because if you think about it, somebody's purchasing an investment property or, or their, their own personal home and they're able to see charts like that, like how it progresses over time, that's so useful. I yeah. mean, especially being a huge military town, I mean, people might sort of two oh, yeah. here. I mean, that's nine years right there, eight or nine years, easy. Oh, exactly, exactly, totally agree. And yeah, that's where I, I just, everyone has their side of the business. I just love the numbers because I love kind of pulling back the curtain and saying this is what it really means mm -hmm. to build wealth with real estate and, and what it doesn't as well. Because, mm -hmm. you know, if you're going in short, to your point, I have talked to in the past some military personnel on the both bases and <clears throat> we're going to be transferred out and they knew that in you know 12 months uh -huh. well there i hate to say it but unless you're going to convert that home into a rental property mm -hmm. if your plan is to sell it eh, sometimes it doesn't make sense to to buy sometimes it does make sense to rent yes and that's and you and i can help them decide that as well you know what what makes the most sense for your particular situation right now. Thank you so much for saying that. I am I am a true believer in that. And when I meet a client, yeah. after asking them why they want to buy, that is the heart of why um, I enjoy what I do, I do because it was important to me. I had a really good realtor. Um, he and I started communication to this day. Um, and he, that he, he kept our, our desires um, first and foremost. Like he really got into why we're doing what we're doing and thinking about That's the long term. Yeah. He's like, are you going to move in the next few years? And so I learned from him and that was something I projected with my clients um, because I So did he, I'm curious, did he inspire you to get into real estate or what, what was the catalyst for you getting into real estate? Believe it or not, it wasn't my realtor. It wasn't. Okay. Um, actually what it was is um, prior to meeting him, my mother purchased property in North, in North Charleston um, I'm from Mount Pleasant, so does my mom, my, my, my parents, both my parents, sure. and purchasing property there, when I saw the deal that my mom got, I mean, this obviously was a lower time. Um, this was like in 2000, um, when I say lower time, I mean it was, it was a while ago. It was more like in 2013, you know, when okay. things were still kind of, this was huge for yeah. us from that time. And she oh, just, it was. 
<laughs> yeah. If we had the money to invest then, it would have been great. <laughs> right, right. A lot of people oh, cleaned yeah. up during that time. And oh, yeah. here I am. Yeah. I just moved to Charleston and I see my mom. I was like, oh, I just bought a property. I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah. And I said, well, how much did you pay? And she's like, and I'm like, what? I was like, that's the price of a car. And, and I was like, I, I was fascinated by it. And she said, you know, she kind of put, the, she and I got to talking and she's like, no, maybe it's something we can do um, on the side. And I was like, yeah. So that was the seed. Why not? Yeah, that was the seed that she planted. And I was, I've been a science scientist my, my entire um, time since I left college. Yeah. So yeah. in the back of my mind, that was something I was wanting to do. And that's really what sparked me into going to real estate. Do you like the analytics of it? <clears throat> yeah, I love the analytics. Yeah, I've always had the, the 2009 was the perfect time to buy investment property. Mm -hmm. And the second best time is right now because mm -hmm. there's no time to start like the present mm -hmm. and just start accumulating little by little exactly. over time as fast as you want investment properties because it's a great way to build wealth. It's not the only thing you should invest in, obviously, right? but it's one I think that's important. Oh, for sure, especially in Charleston. <laughs> Exactly. So, so yes, I'm going to um, definitely put all your contact information there. I appreciate your time and um, you speaking with us and our guests. And um, it's really been a, a great, a great session here with you. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Nia. It's been fun. Well, Jim, I will see you soon, I'm sure, because I know we got some stuff to work on. And um, again, thank you. And um, Charleston, stay golden. If you would like to hear this podcast, you can hear it on iTunes. Uh, SoundCloud, uh, Google Play, and all the other major um, podcasts. Uh, you can also follow us on our Facebook page as well as our website at charlestonreconnection.com. That's charlestonreconnection.com, where the R stands for real estate. And <laughs> we'll see you on the next one. This has been another episode of the Charleston Real Estate Connection podcast. You can find us on our website at charlestonreconnection.com. That's charlestonreconnection.com.